0: Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled, Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to episode 17 of Fresh from the Esky. And welcome along, Benny Hodgins.
1: I, I don't know what to ever say when you say welcome along. I feel like I every time say it's good to be here, and I feel like I'm it's getting old.
0: Yeah, well, you could say something else like I'm grateful you let me be part of this sensational thing because yeah, I probably but don't I feel deserve like it's it and dragging on too long. No. Oh. Yeah, maybe your part in this whole thing's dragging on too long. But you're thinking of leaving me anyway, so I'll have to consult I'll have to get a oh, another that's in like
1: another six months, though.
0: Eh? Yeah, well that's another well yeah, six that's another twenty four episodes. Hmm. I'll have to make a season, we'll I have to have a season break like all those other programmes and that do, like I have an off season, like when do I start the second season? Like I must have a break between the end of the first, maybe over Christmas or something.
1: Yeah, I'd say you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it over Christmas. Yeah. I wonder
0: if there'll be a second season. Yeah, I suppose you'd... it depends what the sponsors want. Yeah, where are those sponsors? Anyway, we've got a bit to get through, Ben. But first of all, what we better do is taste a beer now. After my last episode with um, Jessica, actually, I even put a disclaimer on at the start of it, an apology as such that I, there was no beer tasted. Joey Kneebone once again was into me straight away. Hi, Joe. I am going to have to get you find you a beer tasting contract. Well, that'd be, I'd be very grateful if you could actually if someone to supply these beers. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, we have got a beer, and what I've got is Brewdog Elvis Juice. Elvis Juice. Elvis Juice. Yeah.
1: Inspired by the release of that Elvis biopic or anything. That's like exactly
0: that? right. That's what I saw, and I thought, well, I'm going to get this. So, did you see the biopic? Sorry, did I saw that. The I know there's an Elvis movie out. Done oh, by, you haven't actually Australian seen that? No, no. Okay. So there's your beer, Ben. Now, this is um, it's an Australian brewed beer, brewed in Brisbane, I think you'll find.
1: Yeah, brewed in Brisbane, um, it says.
0: It's an IPA, I think, is who's brewing it, the um, Independent Brewing Company, I think they call themselves. Now, it says grapefruit-infused IPA. Sorry, IPA might be, I'm going to look into that a bit more. I'm sure it said something about the independent, fiercely defined and independent beer group, I think it is, or something like that united we stand for better beer so it looks looks a bit american with its red and white stripes on it but it's an australian beer brewed here in brisbane so let's see
1: say it says 6.5 percent yeah so it's I a heavy beer but it doesn't have a doesn't have a standard drink anywhere oh, well, i'm trying to find a standard
0: drinks are mid-strength isn't it so that'd be about oh there's a 10 is it 10 standard drinks no it wouldn't No, be it's a 10 cent <laughs> no. refund i don't know but it'd be about 1.6, wouldn't it, At that alcohol content, I'd think?
1: Yeah. And do you say you don't know what IPA stands for?
0: No, I don't.
1: I think you'll find it stands for India Parallel, I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, is it? Righto, there you go. Um, I've also, been. I have um, hooked onto the um, Untapped
1: app. Oh, yeah. So
0: just for you and for Joey, what I will do is I'll rate my beers. Now, I set a baseline beer. I went with you. I went with um, the Great Northern has been a baseline beer. I think I gave it a three and a half rating. i better check on that, actually. I'll go to my untapped app. Recommend this for anyone that's trying a few beers. I might rename mine the Fresh from the Esky, so people can people get onto your thing if you do yeah,
1: that? Yeah, I, like, I could find you, and then you could follow me, and I could follow you, and we'd see each other updated and all that. So, like, if I go to activity here, like, I'm friends with Corey, Corey Redsell. Yep. And then it has here on the 8th of July, he had a... Barley Griffin from Bent Spoke Brewing Co. and graded a 4.25, so that's a pretty good beer. Well, that Four is a core, good beer. Yeah. Is that
0: his highest rating, or what's his average ratings?
1: His average rating, see, that's actually when you go to their profile, you can see that. So his yep. average rating is a 3.68. No, that's not so bad. So he's a pretty generous guy, I think.
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm running um,
1: with... His only 5 is a 4X goal. That's
0: a 5. That's a 5. So that's he's went, five. it's the best, best of the best of the 4X goal. Well, yeah. I've, I've went, as my baseline being the Great Northern Original, and I've given it a three and a half with comments that it's not a bad beer. I can't see my comments now. But I've rated Victorian Bitter higher because I think Victorian Bitter is a better beer. It's not my, f- not the beer's fault that I can't handle it anymore. So I've given it a 3.75 and I'll start my ratings from then on. So I'll put that out there. We'll work out how we can put that. The Fresh From the Esky followers can follow that and they can follow yeah, our I ratings. Can,
1: I can um, post it up on the Instagram hmm. and... Tell them to follow the account. Yeah. I've got an account, obviously, as well. That's separate from Fresh on the SE. I've had this for a while.
0: Yeah, well, you've got over 100 different beers. Yeah,
1: 111 beers. So, this, oh, I haven't had this one before, so that'll be a new one as well. All right. But so, this is out of five, this is for the app. Now, what would your, if you were thinking, oh, this beer is average, it's not bad, not great, or not good, it's average, what would you rate it?
0: Well, two and a half. Yeah, so that's,
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I said going, like honestly. I'm
0: going my. That's what I said. My baseline beer is Great Northern's a good beer, but if I give it a five, I'm saying there's nothing better than it there. Now already I've said there's one Victorian Bitter is better, but there might be a better beer than Victorian Bitter out there. I haven't tried yet.
1: Yeah. You know? So two point five would be your average. Yes. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you ran out of ten, would your average be five?
0: Yes. Hmm. I think so. It oh, makes sense, but I feel yeah. like no, probably five is a bit low out of ten. Yeah, probably go like a bit for higher reason, for an average beer, probably about a six or six and a half,
1: I think. I feel like a seven out of ten is seven's average out of ten. But, yeah, I don't know why it's different out of five to, out of ten.
0: I suppose but, it's up to everyone's choice, and that's where you've got to look at what they're giving their beers on average and things like that. Like, Corey's made it hard, but four point, he's given gold a five. Where's he got to go? I was going to say, I've got... Oh, well, My average is 2.81. Yeah, Corey makes a lot of things hard, though, I suppose. It's the kind of child he is. Oh, I right. suppose we should actually try this.
1: Taste in the beer.
0: Now, like I say. Good smell about it. It's not a bad beer. It's just, yeah, as a, a boutique beer, it's not bad at all. It's going to be below my baseline, mm. I think. I'm probably going to go with a three. I'm thinking. So it's above you know. average, though. Right? Yeah, that it's above it's average. A three, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, if someone bought me a six pack of these, I'm not going to throw them back at them. But I'm probably going to make them sit down and share them with me. That type of beer. Like if they gave me a six pack of real good beer, I'd just put them in the fridge and give them some of these
1: feel like I might go with 3.5, a 3.5. yeah. 3.5?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's I'm, what your Northern is rated to, isn't it? Your go-to beer.
1: Uh, no, I think I ended up changing that. I think I made my Northern up a bit higher. I think I made it about a four. Yeah, a four. All right. A Northern is.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. Uh, well, we're, we're similar ideas then on that. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't mind it, actually.
1: Yeah, it was, I was a bit um, worried about the passion fruit. No,
0: it's um,
1: not bad. Infused in it, but no, it goes down well. I don't yep. think it's... I think, though, you find with most of these kind of beers, I don't think you'd ever drink, like, more than a six-pack.
0: No, they get away from the beer taste, I think. it's a There's a bit something about them, I think, of these boutique beers with all this stuff infused in them and all that.
1: That's why I rated, like you said, Northern four, because, I mean, I think you could go, you could drink about 12, 18 of those Northerns. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if I'd drink 12 of these.
0: No, I don't think I would, especially at six-point something. yeah. Oh, well, even I, think I mean, just taste in general. Even Great like, Northern's so twenty-third stubby starts to taste a little like dishwater. I reckon. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: now, are you taking photos of the cans and all that when you upload into
0: Untapped? No, I haven't, but I could, I suppose. No, okay, yeah, because you can you do? do that as well. All right, all right. I might do that. I, I won't do that now, though. We're yeah, busy. Nah, We've I'm, got a lot to do on our podcast. Yeah,
1: I I'll wait until I'm finished to uh, raid them usually, unless I'm drinking from a um, from a glass. So if I go to a pub and get it on tap, I'll um, take a photo of it. Um, Hayden Thomas actually uses Untapped, and um, he just takes a sip of the beer and then rates it.
0: Really? He
1: he will actually take a sip of someone else's beer that he hasn't even bought and he will rate it. So I think he's got up to about 30, but I think he's actually only had about 10 beers. Hmm.
0: Hayden Thomas, from our last experience with him on... uh, at the Parkhurst Creek grounds, he's just a little untapped himself, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit yeah. unhinged, yeah, some bit would unhinged, say. Unhinged, unhinged, untapped. Anyway, we won't dwell on him. we better get along with... Um, we'll, I will put my rating up. I'll probably finish the beer before... I, but at the moment, I'm thinking around about three. So we say- if anything, it might even get a little higher. It's not about bad... I'm not a big fan of these boutique beers. I think they taste a bit... I don't know. Have an odd taste about them, I think, a lot of them. A bit, I don't know if it's like they've got wine in them or something, but... That's not bad at all. And where did you get
1: know. this from, actually? Was it from Dan no, Memphis, um, or? no,
0: the other guy, Bob's... Bob's Booze. Yes, Bob's Booze. Oh, yeah. they got a big bit of a selection there? Good selection, and without... Well, actually, if they want to sponsor me, because I signed up there, and that made this $4 cheaper, and then they sent me a thing I could get a cart carton a Great Northern on the weekend for $38.99. And, and did you? That, I didn't get that, actually. I forgot that. <laughs> But I thought, that's good value. I thought to myself, I should, <laughs> should have went round and got yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, But yeah, so big shout out to Bob's Bottlers. I to yeah, I might have to check yeah. in there and check out their um, craft beer yeah. selection myself. Yeah, the guy was good. He actually signed me up because I couldn't work out how to do it on my phone and that, So it was great. All right. We're to go through the mailbag. As you know, last week we had my niece and your cousin, Jessica Johnson on. Yeah. we got a bit of feedback there. Steve Reed, great episode, Hodgie. Loved it, and there's four exclamation marks in that so pretty ex- comment. So,
1: pretty excited about it. Oh,
0: he was very excited. Ricky McHugh, great episode, Ledge. Was good to see you go about your business without Ben's interruptions. Neil Young's old man reminds him of his old boy. So, we remember the question was, um, What song triggers memories of a person or something that happened like, you know, and he was saying Neil Young's, because Bad Out Hell to me. Always triggers the memory of young Jessica running around the room at 100 miles an hour, falling over. Yet, to her, it always triggers memories of her dad, Jeffrey, my brother.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did, when you were talking about that in the episode, I'd, I was trying to think of what song reminded me of anything, and I couldn't really, couldn't
0: really pin one. Couldn't you really?
1: I remember there used to be that song that you you told me you made up. Mm. But I'm not sure whether you did actually. There was two. There was Banana Man,
0: Mr. Banana Man. I definitely made that up. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, what? Definitely.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't want to do it. But Mr. Banana Man, who lived in a toilet can,
0: hmm. come to save the world, to to win, win the, the love, love of my girl. girl. I'm over six foot tall. I break through brick walls. Yeah, I can't remember the rest of it. Actually. Yeah, there was another couple of verses. And four.
1: then that one that you reckon BCF or some some fishing shop took
0: the tune of it of um yeah i think i might have made a mistake there yeah yep yeah i can't it? remember that one now but yeah i think i i remember i recall this thing something someone about waking
1: has up, up waking up dead
0: oh that one yeah no, no one pinched that did they
1: they pinched the tune to it or something did i don't remember yeah. it now but i always remember oh, i remember the banana man vividly yeah actually but yeah i suppose it's not really a song something that
0: compared to you made up oh it was a song was a song i forget the other one
1: Every morning
0: I wake up with my... Now, I'll have to think of that. Something up, about
1: you... Your... And you see your brain slide <laughs> down, down the down drain. Down the drain.
0: Every day's a good day if you're not dead. Yeah, that's it. Waking Every day's a
1: good day if you're not dead. And I think BCS stole And they did, like, Every day's, for... Every day's a good day for fishing. And you, yeah. you accuse them of stealing your tune. They tray. probably
0: did, actually, yeah. Because I definitely had my tune out first. Yeah. Every day's a good day if you're not dead. I wake up your brain sliding down the drain. Everyday people complaining. Oh, I've never heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Anyway, that we, be, we better get on. better get on with the rest about the mailbag. Yeah. Look, Jess Johnson got in contact with herself, and she thought you and her should maybe do a geography quiz on the podcast. As to who has the worst geography skills after her um, efforts in Germany, not knowing which way was actually opposite way to what she arrived at the train station. She also said Gracie was just a little offended by the podcast when Jess said good things about Noah and then just said that Gracie wasn't great at netball. Which, look, Gracie, don't worry. I mean, I made a career out of not being great. I mean, look, there's a lot of not great people out there. You just got to be. You've got to support the greats. That's right. Average. Even the greats need someone to support them. Look at Scotty Pippen. What he did for Michael Jordan. Though I think Scotty was probably a little on the great side himself I suppose would he be scottie Good. yeah but yeah he just wasn't the greatest just wasn't he wasn't an mj he wasn't getting back to that, getting back to that goat debate again anyway what did you you had something from mickey ludlow in the mailbag too yes now i can i can't find where
1: he actually made the comment but i remember um he commented on something and he said great uh great episode oh no he said loving it so far uh, i look forward to every tuesday going out and listening to it
0: there you go. Good on you, Mickey Ludlow. Actually, Mick Ludlow, he, he. when I see Mick, that actually triggers a song. The opposite. Like, in that, you know, whenever I see Mick, I think of um, Moving Pictures, the band, because Mick is absolutely covered in tattoos from head to toe. I only started when he was 38, he said. I think he's only, I don't know if he's 50 yet anyway, but he's covered in tattoos. And I think, every time I think of the song What About Me, which was sung by Moving Pictures. A lot of people think it was sung by what's his name? Shannon Knoll. But before that the original was done by um the Moving Pictures, an Australian band. People probably same. remember the big kettle drum up on the stage at the back. Same tune or? Yeah, oh, same tune, yeah. Just better version of it to be honest. It was really good.
1: Jacob always um, associates you with Case Iron. Yeah. I think that's a common thing now. It has become Well a not new, now yeah. but
0: I must admit, I'm not the only person. Like, Kaysan was big. It was... I remember it was on the footy show. Um, Peter Sterling even said someone was asking... Some Muso guy was on They said, oh, do you do Kaysan? And the guy said, what are you talking about? And he said, man, it's the national anthem of the country, Kaysan. You
1: know,
0: it was quite big. Hmm. Huge song, huge song. But yes, people, I can understand I have been associated with that now, especially around the footy club. I don't know if it's for good reason or bad reasons, Anyway, we better go on with the (coughs) AFL footy. Huge. Well, it's been a couple of weeks since we've discussed it and things have changed. It's probably down to 12 teams now that can realistically... Well, actually, probably not even 12 can realistically, but there's only 12 possibly can make it to the finals Yeah, I
1: think Port are dead in the water now.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Anyway, the weekend, um, Carlton defeated West Coast. Now, West Coast are crap, we know that. And Carlton beat them by 10 goals. But there wasn't much in it.
1: No, until that last quarter. Um, I think it was only two-goal in heading into the third, Well, uh, headed into the last, and well, then in the last, Carlton just kicked away.
0: Yeah, well, in the second quarter, West Coast six seven goals. They haven't done that all year against anyone. So I think that's a bit of the Carlton problem. They just don't seem to be able to put a whole hundred minutes together. Could be a bit of a worry. One other thing that did happen, though, Josh Kennedy kicked his 700th goal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did for, see. Yeah, that.
0: which he hasn't been bad. I, I don't know if you remember, but Josh Kennedy was a Carlton trade-off. I did remember For getting that, yeah. um, Chris Judd. For Judd, yeah. So he hasn't done too bad. He's still going, and Juddy's well and truly gone now. So he's, they didn't end up that bad with that trade, I don't think, anyway. Yeah, no. makes you
1: kind of think, though, how impressive Lance Franklin's 1,000 is.
0: Yeah, well, uh, actually, on that, Lance Franklin is, I think, two goals away now from equaling Gary Ablett Sr. So Gary Ablett Sr. kicked 1,031 goals. And Lance is on 1,029 at the moment. So, yeah, he's going along all right, yeah. Mm. It is a great effort. Hawks um, beat the Crows by five goals. but Does anyone care? I'd say both of them are out. Like, you know. Yeah, no, they're both out. Bombers beat the Lions, which the Bombers are out. They're not going to make it. But, gee, that hurt the Lions a bit, like, yeah. Know, Especially
1: at home, too. I know they did have a fair few out with injuries in COVID. Oh, so.
0: COVID knocked them about. They did have quite a few. Their back still, line was pretty ordinary, yeah. apparently. Like, they had a lot out of their back line. Two-metre Peter ended yeah. up dominating him. Yes, he did. Especially, I think it was more in the second half, too. I think he kicked five, or six mm. goals. and Yeah, he's doing all right since he went there. Two-metre Peter. They call him Two-litre Peter now, apparently.
1: Two-litre Peter.
0: Yeah, because they had to change his name because they said he's come to a different club. So, at Essendon, they call him Two-litre Peter. Or five point two liter Peter. I don't know why they would do that either. But they've strange people. They've never been ever since the drug thing. You know, they've never been real good. I think it has an effect at Essendon. There's definitely some carryover from it, like, and it, you know, it's affected them for sure. You know, if you put pigs' blood in you, that's what happens. I think. Yeah. Whatever they did, put in themselves anyway. Actually, there was a debutant playing for the Lions, Carter Michael from Ruchidor. Did you see the goal he kicked in the last quarter? Yeah, on his left. It wasn't bad, was it? Apparently, they, apparently his left foot's um
1: a pretty, a pretty known about weapon. Apparently, like I saw when he kicked the goal, the commentators were up like, ah, uh, the left foot that we've heard so much, uh, so much about. Apparently, he's got a big kick on him.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't a bad goal on the run and like from a fair way out on an angle. I thought it was an excellent goal. His first goal in league footy, you'll remember that. Yeah. I don't know how he went the rest of it, but he um, that was good. I thought Port did. The Giants by over nine goals. Now, the Giants, I thought, had improved a bit since they changed the coach and but that's a very ordinary effort against a pretty ordinary port, really. I don't think Porter or anyone you'd rave about at the moment. So, what else? The Dockers, seven goals over the Saints. Um, apparently, it was close at halftime, I think, but they kicked away, didn't they? Yeah. Probably the biggest news out of that is Nate Fife. In the second half, they chucked him... So he's made his return, what two or three weeks ago? Yeah,
1: two, three. We've been been playing Hawthorne.
0: Yep, been playing as a forward. Yeah, uh, he's got he's got guns like me now. He's a he's put on some muscle. Yeah, there was
1: a picture that circulated just recently, I think, just last week, of yeah. him. Yeah, he looks like an absolute
0: tank. Yes, he does. So they've been playing him mainly as a forward, but it was tied at halftime, so they threw him on the ball. Second half, he got twenty-one disposals and three goals. So it's not a bad effort. Yeah, so I think five could is be back. a different back. maker, yeah. Mm. I think they've worked in well. I think the most exciting and biggest game of the weekend was Gold Coast over Richmond. From yeah, 40 that's... points down in the third
1: quarter. Yeah. Man. Uh, Sam Hooper, Dylan Hooper, suck eggs.
0: Yes. They went They went to that too, didn't they? No. Oh, they didn't? Oh, uh, I thought you said Sam. Somebody...
1: Sam might have. Well, Dylan's Dylan was
0: great. Didn't. Waste of ticket money there.
1: But actually, now that i think about it, I've just said Porter out of it, but Porter actually on 32 yeah, sorry, four are now. Yeah, they're 12th, yeah. the same as Suns, same as Bulldogs, and that's only one game outside the eight. Yep. But I remember saying, um, with also Geelong beating Melbourne and Essendon losing, uh, Essendon beating the Lions, it's a very, very tight top 12. Oh, it is.
0: 12. We'll get to that in a moment. Tight top 12. More about the Gold Coast game, though. Did you see the goal after signing by Noah Anderson? Yeah, cool as a cucumber.
1: I, I did know that Gold Coast won, and then um, I didn't know how they would won or whether it was a goal after Siren or what. And I heard it was a big comeback, so I kind of blanked myself out of it, and then watched like the last ten minutes of the last quarter the next day on KO. And what a what a last ten minutes! What a last mm. two six minutes. minutes. Six yeah. minutes
0: was fantastic. like at six minutes, Jason Scanion was practically waltzing into an open goal. Like you would have reckoned he'd kick it. Like he was probably. Under 40 metres out, I reckon, running straight at the goals.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'd say closer than 40, I'd think.
0: Yeah, I reckon he might have been only 30 metres out. Put it on the boot, and what happened? Charlie Ballard. Well, it, it's the most sensational smother for a long time, since the uh, Heath Shaw, Nick Rewalt, won in the yeah, goal yeah. square.
1: That must bring up pain for you.
0: Oh, it does, it does. It does a lot of pain, actually, a lot of pain. <laughs> that was just a bad start to a bad day. But, yeah... And that, like, that probably would have put it out of reach if they'd kicked that, because they would have put them, um, I think, four goals up then, yeah. six minutes ago. After that, three goals for the goal, case, okay, fantastic stuff, really good, and um, now it's up to them, so without going into the rest of the round too much, the Pies beat the Roos, the only interesting thing was that I think the Ruse were 29 points up at three-quarter time, is that right, or...? Did I hear that
1: right? Yeah, I think they were a bit up. They did choke it, yeah.
0: Yeah, they did choke badly. The Pies, that's seven in a row for them, which we'll hear about forever. But
1: even though the Pies did win, you'd think, it comes away with a bit of worries having North run you that close.
0: Well, yeah, seven wins in a row. I I think it is a bit false how good they are, but I could be wrong there too. Um, The Swans, big win over the Dogs. Biggest news out of that is how good that Paddy McCartan's going, hey? the yeah. guy that was knocked out every time he played at St Kilda and then, as a forward. Now he's playing as a backman with yeah, the swan. there was
1: that incident in the reserves where he punched a bloke and got suspended.
0: Yeah, punched a bloke. And, yeah, he had to go off for the um, concussion rule. I thought, yeah. Paddy, you should know better than that, yeah. So he's had a few dramas. And I suppose the Cats beating the Demons by five goals. They looked like he had it all over them. And Dangerfield had a great game there. 702 metres game, <coughs> which is astronomical-like. And, and Paddy... Did
1: you see Aaron Hall no. the other week? He no. set the record for the most metres gained. Did he? I think it was 1,100.
0: Really? That's Aaron Hall playing... From North Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Were they metres gained for his side or the opposition, you think? No, his side, yeah. Oh, that is a good effort. That is. Yeah, well, 702 sounded a lot to me. Like, and Paddy runs a lot of that too, but he must kick a fair bit of it too. But yeah, going by what you're saying, so the cats are actually on top of the ladder now, so you've got the cats, the D's, and Frio all on the same. So the cats play the Blues this weekend, so that'll be the Blues need to show something, I think myself. Yeah. Um, the D's have got Port, so this will nearly decide Port season, I reckon. They're they at the moment they're one game out of the eight, so that'd make it hard if they lose that one. Frio and the Swans. Now that's one within the eight, with Frio being third and the Swans. Um, one game behind, yeah, but seventh.
1: I, I think we got Melbourne the round after. So I think I saw. Um, I think today they were riding up the power. It might have been the power rankings. Mm-hmm. And somebody was the guy who was riding up said Frio guaranteed to be in the finals, um, guaranteed top six finish.
0: Yeah, I don't and think I they thought, can. Don't think they can drop out. I five. thought.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But it's a, such a tight, tight race. Like.
0: Yeah, it is tied. Um, The Lions have got the Giants, so you reckon the Lions have got to show something there and win that, you'd think, but the Giants are already out there. They can't make it. The Blues and Cats, as I say. Pies have got the Crows, so you'd think they'd win, which will be eight in a row for them. Swans and Frio, like I say, is going to be a big one. Tigers, they've got the Roos, so that'll keep them in the hunt. Then outside of the eight, that's where someone's going to drop out because the Saints and the Dogs have each other, and I think they're both... On 32.
1: Who does that leave the Suns verse
0: in? They verse a the Bombers, so it could be good bombers. for them. And yeah. okay. if they're serious, they need to win that one. And they'll keep it in contention. I'd love to see the Gold Coast in there. Yeah. As much as I'd love to see Saints in there. I'd love to say, yeah. i um, see Gold Coast It would be great for them to make it, I think it is. And they've signed on Stewie Jew for another two years, which I think is good. Because you can imagine all the talk that's been around anyone with um, Alistair Clarkson being available. Yeah, yet they've signed him on, and I'm pretty sure the Saints have signed on Ratton, yeah, Brett Ratton yeah. too. Yeah. So, so there's two that um, Alistair Clarkson will not be coaching next year if he's coaching. So yeah, so a lot going on there uh, in the rugby league. Benny, state of origin is on Wednesday night. Wednesday night, yeah, it's a decider, of course, after. <laughs> I think Queensland won the first one in yep. New South Wales. They went to WA and really New South got- Wales belted them a yeah, bit, Yeah, got I think. belted. Mm. But there's a bit of drama in the Queensland camp with Munster, yeah, the Yeah, Munster and um,
1: both out with COVID. Yep. So Munster especially is a big loss for Queensland.
0: Yeah, I think um, the guy from the Cowboys is coming yeah, in. Tom Dearden Tom has Dearden. come in
1: and uh, Corey Oates has come in as well.
0: Corey Oates, he's a big game player. I don't mind that Oates. He seems to yeah. be out of favour a lot of the time. Yeah. Really, I reckon he's not a bad player. He's a big, big, I'd... strong wingman. I, yeah, I, I thought he was pretty good, but yeah. yeah. Of course, Corey Oates has played Origin before. So. And done quite well in it. Yeah, too.
1: I thought he was pretty good in Origin, but... Oh, obviously, he could have put up a better performance than he did against New South Wales. It'll help being at Queensland for the decider, but...
0: Yes, well, I don't think they've lost too many deciders in Queensland, have they? I think it's only a couple of times, New South Wales and the whole history of the thing, which I think dates back to 1980 now, have won a decider in Queensland. So I think it's only happened twice. But how much remember. do you
1: think the crowd plays
0: into it, in it? Oh, I think they do a bit, like, you know, especially, you wouldn't think it should, would you? But I think it does. It, it my, More the lift it gives you, I suppose, and I don't think it affects the other side. The, the booing and carrying on doesn't affect yeah. them. But the, the lifter gives your side when when there's you know the crowds there. It, it is I think it does give them something. Yeah. So that's on. What else is happening in the world of sport, Benny? What about the result of Wimbledon? Yes, Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. He went down in four. Apparently, he took the first set as far as yeah, I know and played some set, pretty yeah. sublime
1: tennis. And then lost the fourth set, the decider set in a tie break as well. Oh, not the decider set, but the match set for. Djokovic it was, um, but yeah, lost that in a tie-break. Apparently, from all I've heard, very good game of tennis. And Kyrgios, there was some, obviously some Kyrgios usual antics, but yeah, from what I've heard, it was a good game. I'd, if it wasn't so late, I would have stayed up and watched it, but yeah.
0: Was, You're a Kyrgios fan or not? You're a fan. I'm you? a fan, yeah, I'm a
1: fan. I'm not,
0: but I wanted him to win. I mean, he's and yeah. I wanted him to win, but I just think the guy plays a victim. I think he just makes excuses all the time for not fulfilling his own potential. You know, oh, I don't really care. I don't want to train that hard as all these other guys. What he's saying is he's just putting out an excuse for when he does fail. And this, oh, the media got this obsession with tearing me down. Then this week he's saying, oh, any publicity is good publicity. The mental health things, oh, you know, some of the crap I cop from the media and all that. Yet he doesn't mind tearing down umpires when they're doing their games him. Like I said the other week, that one about the ball boy, you know, learn to run properly. Like, that's humiliating for a kid in, in a TV audience mm-hmm. and that. Then even, probably to a lesser extent, but he, he, kicked, he wanted to kick some woman out. The one that's had 700 drinks up there, bro. Yet at the Australian Open, he wanted to be rowdy and rowdy. Let's have it like a football crowd. What does he want? What does Nick Curios want? He, he's a mix-up. I don't know. I think he needs a psych room or something. I think, I don't know.
1: I'm just a fan of him.
0: I think he's going to be an unfulfilled talent. I really do. I think. Um,
1: Look, is he already unfulfilled? He's about 27, isn't he? Yeah. Is, it, yeah. is that What's the prime age for tennis players?
0: Oh, I don't know, 26, 27. 26, 27 is a prime for any sport, really, isn't it, I think? Maybe yeah. there's a few where it's a bit younger. but. Well, how old is
1: Djokovic in that? 30... Djokovic, I
0: think, is the youngest of the big three. I think he might only be 34 or something. See, mm. I think Federer might be 39, nearly 40.
1: I'm saying, I think Nadal's about 37. Yeah, I six, think he's... Yeah, yeah.
0: So that, of course, puts Federer... I mean, sorry, Djokovic within one of Nadal wow. now. So it's Nadal, 22. Djokovic, 21. <coughs> Federer, 20. But, of course, he's not going to play in the US Open because he still won't get vaccinated. So at the moment, you're banned from going to USA if you're not vaccinated. And I don't think he'll be coming to the Australian Open. So... I think he did play in the French because he got beaten by Nadal in the say, would, semis. Nadal makes
1: another French, so you'd nearly you nearly put that down. Oh, he's it's unbelievable Nadal with the inside. French. I think he's got
0: 14 of them. I think his 22 are made up of 13 or 14 French Opens, yeah. which is unbelievable. Like you know, and some would say that oh well, he's a, so many of that one title. But by the same token, Djokovic and Federer, I think have both only won one French. So they've put theirs. Admittedly, they've got a better spread around the other three, but they can't beat him on the French. So there's no doubt about Nadal goes down as the greatest ever clay court player. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. You can't... His record is unbeatable, you know. But there'll still always be the one about who's the best of the three of them. And I think it does come down to those three. I mean, I know Rod Lave was great and all that, but these guys are playing on a lot... vaster array of people, like a bigger... More countries are playing tennis and all that like, and they're playing a lot more of it probably. Like, and it's there's a lot bigger group of competitive, and to just dominate the way the three of them have is unbelievable. That's what Kyriar um, said. If he would have won Wimbledon, he'd have been the only the eighth guy in his lifetime on this earth. So, 27 years, that would have won it. Because the big three, there's only five other people have won it, and all of them only won singularly in that yeah. last twenty seven years. They've, they've been you would have thought it would happen in tennis that three guys could dominate it so much, like, you know. And a lot of people, when I read into it a bit, say Djokovic is, was the most dominating for a period of time at one stage I reckon he was unbeatable, like, you know. But Frederick was very good for a long time too and and yeah, Nadal yeah, so it'll be one of those goat debates. We're getting back to the goat debate all the yeah. time. All Will they ever match the Mackay though? Will they ever match it? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm a fan or not, but one thing I do take issue with is John McEnroe judging him. I don't think John McEnroe has a right to judge yeah, everyone that, from up. A, His you behavior. Can't be serious. Yeah, He's that super brat that, you know, he made a career out of being the same. And I don't know what it was all about games and shit with that, but I don't think he should be having a go at that. Um...
1: So I suppose even with all the social media, with all the publicity you can get for just antics like get yourself out there you make money pretty easily like you see all these people go on these reality TV shows they just make one stint on there make some antics about themselves oh that's and right look Kyrgios be one of the biggest them, yeah. names
0: in tennis there's no doubt about that because as much because of everything I even heard him say he's a most competitive guy he said oh you can't believe how competitive I am at that. and I thought well you're the same guy that I've seen tank games like he's He's this. I think he might be a bit... Um, bipolar. Bipolar. Is that multiple personalities? Uh, maybe not multiple, but he's got two, I'm sure. You know. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, um, in the combat sports, we're doing great. Combat sports, great weekend. I think it wasn't the weekend just gone. It was the weekend before where um, um, Jay Opitali won the IBF Cruiserweight title from um, Marion Bredis or Marius Brides, yeah. or Brides. In a great fight, apparently. And I've heard no one dispute the decision at all. They reckon this Jay Opetuati went out there, and I hope I've got that name, Opetuai, I think it is, Um, went out there, won the first seven or eight rounds, clearly. like, Even though he got his jaw broken in the second, and no one even realised, not even his trainer, until the eleventh round. He he Nobody realised that he had a
1: broken jaw. I don't get that.
0: Oh, well, I think he knew. He knew something. Yeah, like but that. how does the trainer
1: like? Wouldn't the trainer The trainers up in their face checking them? But yeah, because it, was
0: it wasn't disjointed enough. It was only when he copped another one in the eleventh round that it put it right over and out. Like,
1: you know. and they and he let him fight.
0: Yes, yeah, they told him, but they didn't. Like I say, they didn't realise the eleventh. There's only twelve rounds. They said just keep away from him this round, which he did a very good job of, and and um, he survived because he. Um, Brightus came back late. Like I say, Brightus he's no mug. He's only lost once. And I think that was to um, Yusk, who is now the heavyweight champion. So Yusk was an undisputed cruiserweight and light heavyweight champion, I think you'll find. Yes. Mm. And um, he's only lost him. That's the only loss he's had. So he hasn't beaten a mug. like. Mm. You know, and so. Yusk
1: has won to beat Anthony Joshua.
0: Yes, and fights him again soon, I think. Yeah. Tim Zoo's going to fight... Jamel Charlo for a super welterweight undisputed title. There's two Charlos, Jamel Charlo and Jamal. I don't know why their mother would do that, but that's what she's done. It makes it very confusing. But Jamel's the undisputed super welterweight champion. And they're setting a date for that soon. Zarafa fights for the IBF middleweight. That's because that title's been vacated because Triple G's moving up to fight Cornelio Alvarez. They're fine again. The, yes, they're fine. The third fight,
1: yeah. so What's that? Uh, What's their trilogy out? Is it 1-1 one, one or...
0: No, no, it's um one draw and one loss for... Well, one for win triple for... Triple G. Yeah, yeah, from Triple G's yeah. side, yeah. Can,
1: Was Canelo only had one loss? He had lost to Mayweather. Yep, and, and then, then he just he,
0: lost to the light heavyweight. Yeah, just lost to Jim the other guy. Bivol, yeah, yep. And
1: I assume he'll get a rematch there too?
0: No, I don't think he's asked for it, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he thought he was maybe fighting a bit heavy. I He fought at that weight before just hadn't fought for someone that good i think the guy took him by surprise how good he was yeah and plus we've got justin hewney and liam wilson around there but the biggest one probably and i was reading an article just the other day they reckon he's probably australia's best athlete in any sport at the moment alex volkanovsky the volk the volk yeah he beat max holloway he outpointed him easily apparently like it was not a knockout or anything like that, but five rounds, he dominated five rounds. And Max Holloway is a Hall of Famer in UFC, as far as I can understand, like one of the greats. This is a featherweight. And yeah, the Volk gave him a absolute lesson. They'd, they'd fought, this was a trilogy fight too, actually. Yeah, and the Volk had won all, all, all Yeah, he'd all, all won the other two, and but they reckon one was, well, both were close, and they reckon probably Holloway might have won one, or some judges say that. You know, like he put it to bed this time. And I think at the moment he's 12-0 in the UFC. He's 25-1 in his MMA career. So he's going great. Now they're, they're saying he's probably the best pound for pound going out there at the moment. He's thinking of moving up, I think, to lightweight. Because I don't think they have as many weight divisions as boxing. They. But I,
1: like- I think I also heard him say he wants to defend his title in Australia. Yeah, well, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Because I don't think he's defended the title in a Oh, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, it would be great. He's, he's maybe... 37 years old. He's no spring chicken, no?
1: Yeah, I didn't realise he was that old.
0: This is not bad beer, actually. Yeah, so he's doing really good, actually, which is fantastic to see. I think there's a, there's another guy in heavyweights in there, an Australian guy doing all right in the UFC, too. The shoey guy drank out of the shoe or something, too. Didn't oh, he? Oh, didn't they call him Bam Bam? Might be, yeah. Might be something might like that. Might just be Bam. Um. Yeah. But yeah, might be, yeah, might have just go Bam. Might have oh, been Bam I do Bam. do Bam, know his right. name, Os. Mm. But yeah, he's, so we're doing well in the combat. Well, not me personally, actually. I do crap in them. Just ask Johnny Terry. No, we're doing well there. And plus, of course, there's Justin Hooney and Liam Wilson out there as well.
1: Tay Tuavasa.
0: That's him, yeah. There it is. Um, yes.
1: Indigenous man.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's he's apparently currently
1: ranked third in the UFC heavyweight rankings.
0: Yeah, he had a bit of a rough start to the UFC. Like it's not like he hasn't lost or anything, but he's strung together a few wins like and big wins. Big wins. Big knockouts, I think, too.
1: Yeah, and yeah, he always does the um does the and that.
0: Another thing that caught my eye he
1: just beat Derek Lewis. Yes, I think he did. Yeah, yes. that was the last yeah. fight I think he was yes. in.
0: Another thing that caught my eye, and I had to look into this a bit more, the all blacks the greatest rugby union team in history, or one of the great teams of all time, they were beaten by the Irish on the weekend. You look into this a bit further, out of the last seven times they've played, the Irish have beaten them four times. Also, the All Blacks lost in November to the French. So you can imagine, their coach is under pressure, you know, because the All Blacks just don't lose. We can't beat them, apparently, from what I can gather. We got beaten by the English, I think, actually, again. I mean, sorry, I think we beat them two weeks ago, and then we lost to them this week. But not only did the Irish beat them, they beat them in Dunedin. Do you know, are you aware of Dunedin? Dunedin is New Zealand. Dunedin is the house of pain. I think, I could be wrong here. House of pain. The house of pain. Australia has never, ever beaten the All Blacks in Dunedin. The Irish had never, (coughs) ever beaten them in New Zealand, let alone Dunedin, and they beat them. I could be wrong here. This is why I probably should have done a bit more research. I don't think anyone, I don't think the All Blacks have ever lost a test in Dunedin, the House of Pain.
1: We could search that up real quick. Can you, we can can you search
0: it up? If you can search out up quick, because that is fantastic. And they will not put up with that for long, the All Blacks. They, they never get beaten. Dunedin. Dunedin, the House of Pain. I'm sure that's the House of Pain, Dunedin. We've definitely never beaten them there.
1: It was their first loss at... Bruce Bar Stadium, and the heaviest loss in Dunedin in history. So it was their first loss? Well, it says the heaviest loss in Dunedin. First in that stadium.
0: Oh, maybe it's a new stadium they've built there. I know we've never beaten them there. I'm sure of that. But I could be wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Well,
1: see, they got to play a decider then in a three-match series, New zealand Ireland.
0: Yes, Ireland beat them. I mean, they beat Ireland the other week. And like that that kind of stopped the doomsayers and the knockers of this coach I think it's a guy Ford coaching them at the moment Ford but yeah they won't put up that for that for long but um we lost of course to the English who are coached by Eddie Jones I think who used to coach us of course coached it to a World Cup a long time yeah, so ago
1: I can't can't see whether that's their first lost in Dunedin but it says their heaviest lost in Dunedin and the score was only about 23 to 15 or something. So it's not a big... No, big loss, they don't lose too tennis, often, yeah. they don't <laughs> lose too much.
0: Anyway, that, I reckon that's um, pretty much the sport wrapped up. Benny, you got anything else to add? Um, to sports? Oh, to anything. You got anything else to say?
1: Not really in the, in the sporting aspect.
0: Anything um, else other than that? Actually, I was having a chat to some people, and some people were um, a bit suspicious when I said that we're listened to in seven different countries, I said yes, that is correct. We're listened to in Australia, Italy, the US of A, Canada, uh, Malaysia, uh, the United Kingdom, and Spain. That's where that senorita kept sending all those requests about my um, from. Um, I'd hope to ex- um, expand on that, but at the moment it's still the seven countries. I suppose, fair enough, Russia and Ukraine, there's a bit going on there. They're probably doing different things and listening to podcasts. Yeah, if and that's that. still going on. The media
1: mm. seems to. Forget about it now.
0: Yeah. Another interesting thing was after Jessica's podcast, I had a spike in male listeners. Like I went from uh, 25% female to 14% female. So a big jump in the male spike there. Mm. But Anyway, Apple Podcast is growing and growing. Apple Podcasts have been a great platform for us because Spotify was up to 98%, but it's down to 73%. I think four percent is um other platforms and then Apple Podcasts take up the rest. So that's been yeah, a good so move we'll go for us. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're also available on Audible now and on listen notes. They've picked us up. They're just streaming platforms that take on podcasts and they've picked us up. Like I haven't put us on them and um they've picked us up, so the audience is growing. We are it's succeeding grown. as well. We are succeeding yeah. for something that exists from nothing. And like- for one free free
1: sponsorship or not sponsorship free um advertising like this
0: we could we could maybe take this place to start actually what about your rabbit hole we've got anything for your rabbit hole movie review this week actually i haven't got
1: a movie review this actually was just something that i um i'd seen it before never really checked it out too much so i've just started back at school thank you just started back as, a, as a teacher yeah as a teacher so school holidays finished and started back up today. As you um, may or may not be aware, last week was, or yesterday, NAIDOC week ended. That's why they were playing
0: in their jerseys again, just like the Indigenous round. A lot of the clubs were
1: in in, um, the Indigenous jerseys, yes. And um, so, uh, my I teach grade 7 class. Just going to
0: have another one of these beers. They're
1: all right. Yeah, I'll I'll have another one too, I suppose. Um, So I teach a year 7 class and um, we're going away on camp from tomorrow or from today Tuesday to Friday so it's a bit bit of a disjointed first week back at the school so we didn't really get to any actual content for teaching so we kind of did a lesson we dedicated to or I dedicated it to NAIDOC week and learning about the First Nations people's culture heritage and about how we can respect it and just in general about Indigenous Australians and um, I ended up looking at a series on abc iview called you can't ask that
0: oh yes yes i see this every now and then I think, yeah so.
1: now i've seen it like seen bits and pieces so it's just asking like in Im- not really embarrassing but like intrusive kind of personal yes, um pers- controversial yeah. questions to marginalized communities yep. in australia and it is an australian obviously um program and all that and there was a 20-minute episode on Indigenous Australians, so I um, ended up putting that on for my class to watch and then discuss it all, and there was a lot of lot of conversation after. Like, they they have a variety of people from, like, um, it's not just asking one person, it's asking several people, um, and in this case, they were all from different tribes and countries around Australia. Yeah. Or, and they were talking about, like, um, what's an offensive term, like um, Aborigine, Aboriginal, Indigenous, Blackfellow, like they're talking about how some people like found that offensive, whereas others didn't find it too offensive. Especially, I found interest in the Blackfellow one. There was um an old old Indigenous man. Um, he said that he found it very offensive, whereas there was a young lady who said she didn't find it offensive at all because that's what she was. Yep. And yeah, it was just very interesting to find like the different takes that. It has in, in one culture. There's so many different perspectives as well.
0: Yeah, and that's society on the whole, isn't it? I mean, quite often we only hear from the noisy minority, you know, but there's not just the noisy minority and the majority. There's a wide range of views out there. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of different views on things. A lot of people are afraid to express their views because they feel that the majority will then pay them out for that line yeah you know? well
1: there's there's seven seven seasons of this and i think there's about 10 episodes each one and they're so far from what i've seen i don't think they do any double ups yeah so it's always different uh different community different
0: what's the name of it again sorry
1: uh you can't ask that no I like see, um, yeah it only runs for about
0: 10 minutes or something
1: generally oh it? 20 yeah 20 anywhere minutes, from yep. like 10 to 30 but most most ones that i saw were about 20 minutes in late um but yeah it is very interesting and spark some conversation or yep. you did in my class and then we ended up... It goes like... Each episode is a different rating. Like there was some PG, some M, same MA15. We ended up watching one that was asking questions to people who have killed someone before and it was whether by... Well, all these were accidental deaths and all that and the impact that it's had on their lives and mm. um, how they live with the consequences of it and how it impacts them daily. It's just a very... Very interesting. That is something and- that
0: you wouldn't go asking that question, would you? And it's, sometimes you'd wonder those people probably do want to discuss it with someone, I suppose. As yeah. Farces. Well,
1: it was said like it was for the people that um, had killed someone. The question was um, like, "How do you sleep at night?" Mm, yeah. And a lot of them saying like, "For months after it, I didn't, I didn't sleep at all." Like there was one um, a man on it who killed his son. He was at the beach and he was driving his Ute. Yep. And um his Trey was tall and his son didn't see the son walk out behind and yeah. And he said like it was like to ring his wife and tell him that like he had killed their child and the impact that it had on him, like Did their marriage survive, Do you know? Yeah, their no, marriage survived. Oh, yeah. Um he said that like, um yeah, it survived and without he reckons without his wife and his the rest of his family he wouldn't have survived himself.
0: Would be a horrible thing to happen.
1: But yeah, and there was like like they were sex workers, um, people with um, HIV. Yep. I think it's on
0: SBS as well, actually. I yeah, it might be as yeah. well,
1: yeah. But yeah, I'd seen a couple episodes, or not even episodes, just bits and pieces of it. And yeah, yeah, that's all I've ever seen. Fitted in with right. what I wanted to do with the class. And yeah, they they mm-hmm. loved it, and they wanted to watch a couple more episodes yep. about different topics.
0: Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a,
1: something yeah, that I go. think creates a lot of conversation there as well. There you go.
0: That's one from the rabbit hole. Actually, um, one of the guys had one at work. Uh, have you seen it, the movie about constipation? Um, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, sorry, my bad. No,
1: it hasn't come out yet. I knew that was I knew that was a bad joke. I couldn't figure out what the punchline was, but I knew it was a bad joke.
0: <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, actually.
1: <laughs> or a corny joke, then.
0: a guy at work did tell me that one actually that joke that joke
1: yeah was he listening to the podcast about it
0: or no i don't know but i'll have to get him to i hope he hasn't actually because you know i'm using his material yeah now he knows he's using his joke yeah look i reckon we'll pretty much wrap it up at that Ben. we've got our next guest already done i've gotta do my editing on that etc it should be a good one, I think. I think it yeah, no, I think all it right. A, I was, yeah. a couple of the boys have already discussed, I gather, from my talks at footy on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> already went through a bit of the content already on it. And no uh, question um, certain um, household protocols in, in a shared house as to which side I took and which side you took. It should come up well. Seem to have plenty of guests lined up. It's just organising timelines for... People yeah. to be available when you're available. Uh, well, I'm before, available, before we do, and also you got to yes. What you end up giving your beer? Look, I'm thinking of raising a little. What did I say? Three? Did I? I think you said three. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm three thinking of five. raising it to a three point two five. Three point two five. I think you know. I'd still, if I was going somewhere, I'd probably grab me a carton of Northerns. But but you might bring a six pack. Yeah, yeah. No, no it's no. not a bad I'm beer 3. at all. 3. Look, 5, I recommend yeah. it. I recommend anyone give it a go. It's not yeah. a bad beer. I'll be on Untapped under Benny Hodge. Yep, and, and I'll, I'll look at mine and see what I can do. 6.5 alcohol content, Elvis juice, grapefruit infused IPA, and made see, in I'll Australia, be... brewed in Brisbane. I, know I recommend that we're it. i
1: just about finished, but I'm busting you out of the toilet. But oh. While I do that, I was thinking you well, we can't forget, otherwise. Joey will be um, up us, Mm. our celebrity invite.
0: Yes. Now, who am I going to invite on this week? Yes, that's right. I have been skipping a few things. Well, look, after his great run at Wimbledon, and I think he does need to have a chat to someone. And I think if Nick Kyrgios, I think you're a bit of an out there guy that listens to non-mainstream stuff, which I suppose, until I get me four billion listeners, we're not mainstream here at Fresh From Nesky. But Nick maybe come on here and you can discuss all your issues. You've got a supporter in Ben. I'm not the great your greatest fan, but I'll still support you because you're Australian. But we can have a chat, maybe sort a few things out. It'll be for the benefit of you, Nick, as well of um, Tennis Australia. Actually, I did like the fact, I think, John Alexander stood up for you on, uh, during the week. He said, gee, some of these guys suddenly become um, elder statesmen of tennis, like Pat Cash and John McEnroe. They've Got the, They had enough issues themselves when they were playing tennis. I
1: did like. I do. I do like the Nick Kyrgios one. That was going to be my suggestion too. I yeah, think. I think we'll get and Nick good on. We get uh, even side here as a supporter and uh, not as a, much of a. Supporter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a but,
0: hater. I don't think I'm a hater. Because hate's a strong word. I'm not. I'm not a hater of much. Not. A,
1: and I do think I actually Nick Kyrgios even called out a bit of like Pat Cash and that as well. I think he said like a bit funny that all these. The only Australian tennis player to uh, back me the whole way was Laden Hewitt.
0: Yeah, I think he makes that up a bit though too. That's another thing. I don't think they've all torn him down. A couple have torn him down or said maybe you should behave yourself, Nick. You know, but Nick's quick enough to criticise other people. Like it's funny this <coughs> bromance he's got going with Novak Djokovic. He thought no- Novak Djokovic was a bonehead. He yeah, thought he I was, was bit um, surprised but right. was cringe worthy the way he used to want to be liked and all that. But um, from one tweet, back in Novak during the Australian Open saga over COVID, they've become great friends, apparently. They um, follow each other on... Oh, what, what a DM! What's a DNM, by the way? What is direct it? message. Oh. I DM. Was something deep and meaningful, but it's no, just a direct
1: message. No, that's a DMC. Oh. So a DMC would be a deep, meaningful conversation. Oh, right. You can just have them any time. That's
0: what I used to think. But
1: you always have a DMC, usually after a lot of oh. drinks. Oh, righty. Yeah.
0: Yeah, did. no, I've had a few of them. Yeah. about that. Yeah. I've had a couple of them with you, I think, Ben. Yeah, probably. Ma- mainly from you. Yeah. side of it, yeah. Anyway, I'll re- so, Nick Kuros, you're invited on, and I reckon we can get you, Nick, actually. I reckon we must have some contact somewhere in the tennis world. Oh, well, I've
1: got to say, I haven't even got a message open from any of my other DMs, my direct messages to all these celebrities. But maybe, hey. Maybe Nick will be the first. Oh, he should I think we'll be lucky to try and get him after after his win with it.
0: Well, he says he's going on a bit of a holiday. He said he's worked so hard. Or, you know, he's played so much tennis. That's because he never makes a final any other time, I suppose. Or I think... A, um, they had a walkover win in the semi. Well, Novak Djokovic
1: owes him dinner, I'm pretty sure. Does he? I'm pretty sure they made us. I think whoever loses... Uh, Whoever wins buys dinner. Oh, that's why I saw the sports
0: sports bet thing, something about Nick saying, I'll get you Uber Eats or something like that. Or a monthly subscription to OnlyFans. Oh, no, it's Bernard tonic has got the OnlyFans. Oh, yes. And we can discuss that with Nick too. Big falling out him and Bernard. I think think they're going to have a one-off match or a boxing match or something. I don't know. Yeah,
1: for a million dollars or something. Yeah, something
0: like that. I thought, Bernard, you haven't got a chance, honestly.
1: Do you know what OnlyFans is?
0: Isn't it that thing that Bernard's girlfriend's on or something? Yeah, but you know what it is. Um, subscriptions to see photos or something? Yeah. yeah.
1: They yeah. Girls make a killing off it, yeah, though. Yeah,
0: but, but it doesn't necessarily have to be nude photos in that, apparently. Apparently some of them are just... Different things, yeah. Let, yeah like, yeah. But I presume to once make it, all the money. Are probably I think different. some
1: celebrities use it as like kind of behind the behind the scenes kind of thing.
0: Yeah, kind of being a social influencer but, and getting paid for it. I think. Yeah, but
1: yeah, yeah. there are, there are girls out there making a killing. Yeah, of this and it. I mean, if anything, I'm not. It's annoying, but it's more because I'm jealous of it. Like, it seems like quick money.
0: It does, yeah. No. And I
1: don't. I don't think like. You would have that same audience or that same income as a male doing it?
0: No. No, I don't think so. I, I doubt you would anyway. Mm. But yeah, yeah so. it just credit to them, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot worse things they could do, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always hard, that one, though. Would you want it to be your daughter? That's maybe for another episode, Ben. That's probably a bit too much for you to take in, what, She's
1: breaking in a million a month.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't got any daughters, but I got a couple of granddaughters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I like. Yeah, like I say, that's a that's a another episode, I think, Ben. Anyway, I think we'll wrap no, this they one.
1: May, they might have been good for the Ricky Mercuries popular with the ladies. Yes, yeah, you well, could maybe giving us some insight.
0: Yes, the donkey returns, returns again. Revenge of the donkey. Revenge of the donkey. Yes, revenge of the Sif, The donkey. The Sith donkey. All right, look, we better wrap it up at that. I think we've got plenty of um, minutes up now. Thank you, Bed. Like I say, we've got another um, episode lined up for next week. This one will be out on the Tuesday, as per usual, with the Fresh from the Esky. Thank you very much, Nick Kiros. Get on here. I think it's good for you. It's good for the show. It's good for everyone. It's good for tennis. Definitely. All right, it's good for world peace. Righto, thank you. Bye.